Hey everybody, this is Devin. You're listening to The Wildlife. So far in the How to Build an Animal series, we've been taking a look at the very things that make an animal, well, an animal. In part two, we explored the types of symmetry and got oriented with the directions of cephalization. In part three, we dove into the early development of animals from fertilization to the gastrula. We also defined the early layers called the ectoderm, mesoderm, and endoderm and hinted at their future by revealing what tissues they're responsible for developing into. Each of these things has been a branching point on the tree of animal life. Now, it's time for another. Just as part one focused on animals with bilateral symmetry and cephalization because most animals follow that plan, a majority of this part is going to focus on what is seen in most animals. It's time to introduce a new term, coelom. It's spelled very differently than it sounds, C-O-E-L-O-M, but it's pronounced coelom. It's a body cavity. In fact, coelom is a Greek word for cavity. If you don't know what a body cavity is, that's completely understandable. Maybe you've only heard of cavities as in the holes you might get in your teeth if you eat too many Sour Patch Kids. This is different, but similar. A body cavity is a space in an organism that houses organs. It's lined with a layer of cells and filled with fluid and serves several super important purposes like protecting the organs. Your body has several, but for now, we're gonna focus on one kind. I mentioned how this trait is a branching point for animals. And because it is a branching point, that means we have different categories. And because we have different categories, that means we have different labels. First up, Coelomates. Between the gut and the outside body wall of most animals with bilateral symmetry is a fluid-filled cavity that's called the coelom. If you remember, in a previous episode we talked about the three tissue layers found in animal embryos that differentiate into all of the different organs, tissues, muscles, etc. The ectoderm, the endoderm, and the mesoderm. The coelom has tissue formed from the mesoderm, the middle layer that develops into the muscle, the circulatory system, the excretory system, and sometimes the respiratory system. That mesoderm-based tissue lines and encloses the organs in the coelom. The thing about coelomates is they can be divided into two categories, the protostomes and the deuterostomes. We'll come back to that in a moment. I've put together a lot of visuals to kind of help understand these topics and concepts. And so if you look at the link in the episode notes that takes you to the transcript, if you follow that, that's where you'll be able to find some of these visuals. And if you are listening in a place where it's safe to do so, it might be helpful to look at them while you listen. One of the pictures shows a simplified cross section of a coelomate body, something like an earthworm. 
If you're unfamiliar with what a cross section is, imagine cutting a hot dog in half the short way, and then looking at that now open face. I know it's kind of a weird analogy, but uh, I mean, maybe I could have said tomato. I don't know. Humans, fishes, insects, other animals, many are seal mates. And it was a key adaptation in the evolution of larger, more specialized body structures. Next on our list, we have pseudocoelomates. The pseudocoelom is a fluid-filled body cavity that forms between the mesoderm and the endoderm. The body cavity is separated, which makes it difficult for larger, more complex body structures to develop. An example of an animal like this would be a horsehair worm. Next on our list, we have acelomates. Acelomates, like the flatworm, lack acelum entirely. They have solid bodies without any fluid-filled body cavities. Nutrients and waste diffuse from one cell to another because there is no circulatory system. Earlier, I mentioned that coelomates can be divided into two categories, the protostomes and the deuterostomes. The difference all comes down to development. The category an animal falls into can even be used to measure relatedness between species. But what exactly is the difference? Remember the gastrula from the last episode? That first opening in the developing embryo? Well, in protostomes, that opening is what becomes the mouth. If even one cell is removed, the embryo won't develop as it's supposed to. Everything must be in the right place. In the eight cell stage of development, the top cells are slightly offset from the bottom cells, and as they multiply, that offsetness becomes more dramatic, giving the embryo a slight spiral shape. As it grows, the mesoderm eventually splits and the coelom develops. In deuterostomes, that first opening also goes on to become something important, just not the mouth. It's, it's, it's the anus. The mouth will come along from another opening of the gastrula at some point, but that's not the only difference. Unlike in protostomes, the individual destinies of cells can be changed. In fact, removing a cell doesn't cause any damage. It can actually go on to develop into its own embryo. As the embryo continues to grow, not in a slight spiral in this case, the coelom will eventually develop from two pouches in the mesoderm. And with that, we have a wrap on how to build an animal. Of course, there is a lot more that goes into building an animal depending on the kind of animal that you're talking about. But that is what the class series is for, kind of. This was the pre-kickoff to the new series from the wildlife class. It's a zoological approach, pseudo audio nature documentary, examining life one class at a time. Each season, we look at a different phylum of animal life, and every episode, we look at one of the classes belonging to that phylum. Because some classes are quite small, because some animals can be much more simple than others, that means that some episodes might be much shorter than others. Depends on the phylum, depends on the season. Either way, it's a tour of animal life. So that's what's next for the wildlife. I hope you've learned something and enjoyed the How to Build an Animal series, and I hope you tune in for class coming soon. Thank you for listening. Peace out, Rainbow Trout. <laughs>